Greetings and salutations, my fellow DMs, GMs, referees, judges, game operation directors, and all the other varieties of storytellers. This is your DM, Bill, and it's time for another DM Quick Tip. Okay, Game Masters, the party needs to get to the other side of the province in order to gain the necessary boon to further their campaign. They have four days to travel over 100 miles. That is not going to happen on foot. And magical means simply isn't an option. Guess the group is heading for the stockyard in the city or the stables if they're in a town or village. It's time to secure a means of transportation. Let the negotiations with the NPCs begin because it's time to see a man about a horse. Well, nothing else will do except a draft horse for your orc. Uh, that'll be two riding horses for the two elves and a, a war horse for the human. Um, how about a full-grown ram for the dwarf that kind of look alike? <laughs> and that impressively large goat in the corner should prove decent fit for your gnome. The group is, of course, going to need a bit and bridle for each animal. Uh, don't forget to feed for all these critters. I'll even drop in an extra bag of oats. Maybe if you feed some to the orc, you won't eat your group out of all the provisions in two days. <laughs> Saddles and saddlebags could be real handy, and they come at a discount when you buy your animal here. Sure, I can throw in a couple lengths of rope. Guess you're setting up a picket line for them every evening. Well, travel well. Those steers will get you where you're going for a good long while. They're all young, strong, and healthy. Keep them fed and clean. All of them got several good years in them. Now, with the shopping done and several bags of gold coins passed between hands, the group is now ready to leave on their speedy journey. Half a day into the travel, the entire party is surprised by a completely random ambush of several bloodthirsty carnivorous creatures. The party readily dispatches the creatures, but not before most, if not all, of the steeds have been killed in the fray. Now, there just isn't enough transportation for everybody. Some of the party may have to stay behind or at very best, catch up later. With only half the party moving forward to complete the task, and the other half trying to figure out how they'll join the rest if there are any steeds left. Or did you just pluck the party members from wherever they may be and say something like, you awaken with nothing but the belongings on your back and belts, and your rides are nowhere to be seen. When a character is on a steed, so is all their gear. No one rides with their packs on. Now you just took all the gear along with the steed. The player is upset they lost all that coin, gear, weapons, and possibly any healing from them because you were too lazy to give a bit more thought to what you were doing as a game master. All this has been for nothing and wasted a good chunk of time role-playing out the negotiations. Game masters, does this sound a little familiar? If it does, you're screwing up. Most of the transportation selected by the players for their characters can be a personal endeavor. As the opportunity to get a steed presents itself, a slew of options is going through more than one player's mind. The mounted combat feat for one of the elves at the next tier bonus is now a reality. The ability to use superiority dice while on a steed would help the fighter keep up with the barbarian's carnage. Being able to just maintain pace with the party at all is what the gnome is thinking about. And it's not a crime to be a lazy dwarf if it gives her time to read up on her spells as she travels. All those plans are shredded and turn into dust because you, Mr. Big Shot Game Master, thought it would be fun to turn all the steeds into battle fodder. Shame on you. The vast list of role-playing opportunities you just threw away is staggering, as well as plot points and the colorful story enrichment that help with each and every scene. Each of your players are essentially buying a pet, including all the responsibility that goes along with the care for that animal. 
No, you do not have to role play out each and every step of the care and maintenance of the animals. But you have to recognize it on occasion to make sure they're taking care of the animals. And that's kind of important. If they do not show that they're maintaining their animals, then of course the animals will not perform as well. Being mistreated, the animals may even seek out a chance to flee. Now the adventurer party's progress is being slowed and the very real threat of not completing the task is looms over the group. That's drama, doesn't it? If a certain amount of attention isn't being given to the animals, say at night, when they're on a picket line, or making sure the steeds are even hobbled, once again, you, the game master, may have the chance to hinder their progress. You know, when they must go looking for their animals in the morning. This does not mean they have to find them dead. They just have to find them. How about a few more observations? A large party moving on horseback makes a lot of noise. The horses whinnying, the creaking of leather, the rattling of armor, clattering of gear... All will give away the position of the group, and in some cases, this will draw interest and encounters. Hint, hint. In other cases, the noises will scare, scare away game the group needs to extend their rations. Then there's alerting the party's quarry of the group's location. Yet another detriment to be exploited by the game master. Stealth becomes difficult, if not impossible, when you have steeds. Okay, here's another one. Horses are usually expensive, a sign of station, which means the people riding them, especially if there's a lot must be rich, making them targets for bandits. Don't forget that the constabulary may not at all be keen to have adventurers in town, and riding in on steeds draws a ton of attention. Even at night, there are always eyes watching for something to happen. By the morning meal, everyone knows there are adventurers in town. Who's to say that the character's steeds, sometimes being of different species, even get along? Perhaps the barbarian's draft horse is constantly trying to mount the warrior's warhorse even when the group is riding. The gnome's goat is chewing everything it can get into its mouth, including the riding horse's tails. And the dwarf's ram has a sort of wanderlust and keeps roaming away if not watched constantly. Consider this. When you get to a town, village, or city, your steeds usually need to be stabled. This can cost a few coins and perhaps extra money depending on the species of your steed. Let's say, for instance, one or two of the party members manage to get hold of an exotic animal as their personal conveyance. The stable fees are quite likely to be more than it costs to put up the character for the night. The necessity of protecting the delicate steed, or maybe protecting everything and everyone around from the steed, is also going to be part of the cost of having something unique. Staying more than one night will present difficulties in finding the appropriate feed for the strange animals. Tack and settles are usually stowed away, so the animals can be attended to sometime during the day. This makes leaving town in a moment's notice difficult at best. Is there a tax to come into town with a steed? Are the exotics even allowed? What kind of commotion will a mounted and armored adventurer group cause? Most anyone can get a weapon, but to have armor and a horse? They must be either royalty or mercenaries. Trouble is afoot no matter which. Real adventurers travel by foot, don't they? With just a small bit of consideration, I am convinced you can come up with a chest full of ideas. Game Masters, don't throw away the player's handpick role-playing opportunities that they have presented to you on a silver platter. Highlight the responsibilities of having something to ride upon every once in a while. Add to that all the potential challenges that can be represented by the steeds. But it isn't all bad. Mounted attacks, the intimidation of seeing a 1,500-pound beast hurtling towards you with a rider on its back, rider and steed towering over all else, a source of warmth in the cold when no fire can be lit. Unconditional friendship when everyone else has left the character abandoned. All this comes down to a simple, straightforward ideal. 
when it comes time to release the animals from service, just let them go. Give the characters a moment to say goodbye if the moment calls for it. Every steed had a life before it was indentured to the character and will do just fine without the yoke and saddle. Probably better. At least for them. If the Game Master allows life to go on. Keep in mind, Game Masters, a character's means of travel is not just a meaty target for the creatures of your world. They can and should be so very much more. Just give them a chance and give them some love. I'm Game Master Bill. This is my horse old man. And we're riding off to the sunset. See you next time in the dojo.